0: Welcome to the Julie Lawton Living Podcast. The place to get advice, tips, and tricks to building the life and luxury home of your dreams with 30-year business owner, designer, and builder, Julie Lawton. It all starts with a good plan. This is Julie Lawton Living. Welcome back, everyone, to the Julie Lawton Living Podcast. Don't forget to check out my 7 Simple Steps. That's also at the julielawtonliving.com. Uh, website. And then today on the podcast, we're going to talk about one of my favorite subjects, which is how to avoid a nightmare remodel or new new home build. Same thing, but how to avoid it. What do you, what shouldn't you do? Funniest thing about my business, because, you know, I started out as a, as a designer. I have the architectural background, the interior design background, the custom kitchen background. So after I left New York City, where I did all this commercial work, I had done a little residential, but when I came to California, my focus was residential. And my first 10 years in Laguna Beach, I'd get these calls from people that want me to come in and do designs for them or maybe custom kitchens. And every single call, I mean, almost every single call was, "Um, can you come help me because so-and-so is doing something wrong and so-and-so is not performing and -and so-and-so, oh, my God, this just happened. So. 50% of my business in the beginning was people that called and said, Oh my God, I'm in the middle of a nightmare. Can you help me? So it it's, it's been happening. It will keep happening, but that scenario happens on a regular basis because nobody knows the process because homeowners don't know. And then they get led down the path by different people in different directions. And it's just like a nightmare. So anyway, that's how my business started. (laughs) The first thing you want to do is um, don't even think about being owner builder and all these people that think, oh, I can do this because, you know, it's easy and maybe you see it on TV or whatever. But owner builder. No, don't be owner builder. Don't go out and hire your own subs. Don't go out and hire your um, workers, because first of all, you're breaking the law. If you don't work like we do, you got to have a million dollars liability. you got to have workers comp. You got to have the experience because construction is about experience, standing in the dirt and actually knowing what's going to happen with every decision you make. So the first thing I tell clients is don't do owner builder. And then I actually have some clients that try to do it, you know, because they're going to, and the only reason they do it is because they, their desire and their drive for this is to save money. So when you save, try to save money, Or cheat the system or skip steps, you know what happens. It's gonna cost you more money and more time. So, my first recommendation to everybody is don't do owner builder, no matter how confident you are. If you're actually physically doing the work yourself, like my dad and my grandpa, they know, you know, if you're gonna remodel and you actually can build it and you know how to frame or you know how to do stuff, that's different. I think the next step, you know, is hire the right team because. If you don't hire someone like me, because there's very few people on the planet that is one person that does the architecture, the interior design, the custom kitchens, the contracting. And I happen to personally run my jobs and I actually do the drawing. You don't get put off on some draftsman. If you don't have someone like me, you got to hire an architect, an interior designer who hopefully can do design, not just decorating. And there's a difference. And then there's the, the, um, custom kitchen design, the closets, all the cabinet stuff. That's a whole specialty. And you don't just want to hire a closet company. You want to hire someone that knows how to design because closet companies sell cabinets. So it's all about having the right team. So you need the three people up front. And those three people, again, the architecture, the interior designer, and the custom kitchen is a beginning. And then you have to have a contractor. And along with the contractor comes other all the subs that specialize With the architecture, there's five engineers. So if you hire an architect, he's going to make you pay all the five engineers direct. And, um, you know, before you know it, you're hiring and managing seven people. It could be a nightmare. So once you get into the process, if you do things out of maybe, you know, well, the problem is you're going to make mistakes if you don't hire the right people to guide you. And if you get with the wrong people, they're going to coax you into doing things that maybe take you off your path and there may be like my, myself i like to champion the project for on the client's behalf because i'm there to protect the client from failure protect you from getting in trouble because i have to stand by the whole process from conception to completion and i have nobody to blame okay so when you hire the team you know if you make any mistakes you're going to learn a lesson and then the thing is to learn from the mistakes so how do you learn from mistakes you don't make the same mistake twice so The thing is, when you hire your team, you got to hire an architect that knows how to do, let's say, remodeling, or maybe you hire an architect that's only going to build you a new custom home, but you got to make sure he does the style you like, because otherwise you'd be fighting over the final look. Because the whole thing with secret to this process is to work with people who listen to you and your ideas, and they're good at what they do. And the only way you can see that they're good at what they do is to see their plans and their finished product to make sure they actually do the quality And the style you like, because otherwise you're going to be fighting with that the whole time. So don't be talked into hiring people that do one thing and say they're going to do another thing. You got to have the proof, is my point. And if you hire the right people, they'll keep you safe and get you through the process and there won't be any aggravation. But it's kind of a crapshoot if you go out and hire a bunch of people on your own, then and none of them know each other. So when you hire someone, like your architect, your interior designer and your contractor in a typical case, you're gonna wanna make sure they're already a team and they actually like each other and they know each other and they can work together. So my biggest recommendation is don't wing it and try to put a bunch of people together because that would be a nightmare. You gotta work with a team. And again, in my case, I am the one person team. So it makes it easy for me and the client, but it's, it's all about hiring the right person and the team. So you got to do your due diligence big time and, you know, s- see their work finished before you hire and actually spend time with them. So you like their personality, but like, you know, it's just like, you know, life, you know, you might pick someone because for the wrong reasons, just like you pick the wrong partner for the wrong reasons. <laughs> Everybody's been there, I think. Um, and then you realize, oh my God, what am I doing? But the red flags are always there day one. You got to pick the person that's best for you for your remodel and your new build. And that boils down to their experience and what they're actually good at. So, you know, not what they say they're good at, but what they're actually good at. So So what I've done as a professional designer and contractor is I put together the seven simple steps so everybody could see the outline. Because once again, if you hire seven different people, that's seven silos of work and seven people telling you what they do, but no one explains the whole process and the intimate details of every step of every person's job. And the consequences if you don't do it in order or you don't do it on time and the consequences if you make changes after your build starts. So I put together the seven simple steps and it's on my website, JulieLawtonLiving.com. But if you go through the seven steps and you see the process of how it's supposed to work in order, and then you'll kind of have a heads up of what not to do and when to do it. So you can't be talked into doing things Backwards, either, because a remodel, just like a new build it's the same process. I always say it's just like having a baby, the house is the baby, <laughs> and it's a, and it goes in order you know three you know it's a whole well, the process is in exact same order in every job there's no different in difference in any construction project or any new build project the only difference is the client the the process with all of us is identical there's nothing there's no mystery to this process so if you know that there's a certain way to do things you know i encourage you to follow the steps don't let your designer or your architect talk you into picking your materials after the construction starts don't be doing any selections after construction starts warning it's called change orders and your project fees could skyrocket if you do things after construction starts that's just one tip there's but anyway check out the seven simple steps and it's a process and do them in order thank you for joining me in another episode of Julie Lawton Living podcast I hope you enjoyed my tips for how to avoid a nightmare remodel or new build and it's all about following the process so again don't forget to check out my seven simple steps it's a free course you can just take it and click on the link at JulieLawtonLiving.com for the seven simple steps to avoid a nightmare remodel or a new build. And thank you again for joining me and we'll see you on the next one. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Julie Lawton Living. For more information or to connect with Julie one-on-one, visit com. And don't forget, it all starts with a good plan.